Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, welcome back. So, a couple of shows ago, I had my sister on as a guest, and there was so much feedback, so much support for her sharing her story. And of course, she was hard on herself um, just because she didn't like the way that she sounded. And I reminded her that not only was she opening up and being vulnerable with the world for the first time ever, but when you're doing it publicly and you're being recorded, it's it's kind of it gets in your head, I would think. And so I told her not to worry about it. She did amazing. And just again, the amount of outpour of support was a sign of that. So it got me thinking, um, well, after I heard it, there were some things that I did actually remember that I didn't remember during the conversation. But I had already had it on my agenda to talk about childhood and how our childhoods affect who we become as adults. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into that, I want to remind you to visit our Facebook group, Tribe Called Blessed, and join us. Um, It's just another spot that you can head over to for additional inspiration and encouragement. Also, we are sponsored by Hope and Grace Gifting. So you can visit hopeandgracegifting.com today and you will find different affirmation cards and other unique gifts. You can put them together in a gift box and send it to somebody, surprise somebody, make someone's day. Um, Hope and Grace really started as a, a way to gift others just to lift spirits and encourage. So go ahead and check it out. And the website looks a little different because I am trying to put everything in one house. And so it will have my coaching services, my podcast, my shop, and a couple of other things. But you can always, um, if you need to get in touch, you can also complete the contact form there. And my information is always in the show notes. And I live on Instagram. So you can find me there. All right. So talking about just our childhoods and how they really impact us as we grow up and become adults and a lot of us parents and spouses and just overall. So I want to start with my sister's story, how she shared. And I was, there were a couple of incidents that she shared and that I had no memory of. And after everything was over and I was sitting thinking like, I know I'm really, I've not forgetful, but I have forgotten a lot of things in my past, in my childhood. And so I believe that I have blocked out things because it was so chaotic and so all constantly changing that I don't know. I just, I only have so many memories um, and it's a lot of bad memories so, and a lot of happy ones too. But there was just so much going on that I, I, I blocked out, I guess, um, some of the things. So she shared her story of being in a hospital after overdosing. Basically, she was, you know, in a suicidal state and she was only a teenager and she had to have her stomach pumped uh, or they gave her charcoal. I think that was what it was. And I do remember that. Um, I don't remember taking her to a seminar that she mentioned later on um, as she was a little bit older and dealt with um, bulimia, but bulimia, I think is how you pronounce it. Don't remember that still um, taking her to that seminar, but to her, it was life changing. So it was a big deal. 
Uh, but I think about so many other behaviors and things that went on during our childhood that really impacted me anyway, and have caused me to have some of the behaviors or thought patterns or beliefs that I have today. And actually, I've been thinking about this for a while, that a lot of my, I mean, there's small habits that I have, obviously, we all do from our parents, because that's what we're around. And that's what we learn. We learn from our environment and from those that are raising us and that we're around so much of our life growing up. But one of the things that really stands out for me personally is that from about the age of 10 is when my mom got herself into a, a, a relationship that ended up being abusive, physically abusive, and obviously every other way too, emotionally, verbally, all of that. And she wasn't the only victim. We were victims too, not of any physical abuse, but just having to witness that and not have any control as a child is a terrible thing. It's put us in a constant state of fear and anger and helplessness and lack of security. And it was an awful thing to experience. And I know, looking back now, that had a lot to do with me getting into fights. I think my first fight was in third grade. I remember I was in second or third grade and I got in trouble because I was playing tetherball with Lydia and I slapped her. And I remember her poor cheek was all red and I got in trouble. And that was the first time that I remember starting a fight and getting into trouble for it. And then it seemed every single year after that, I was in a fight. You guys, I even got jumped by two Protestant girls, Diana and Heidi. They jumped me. Yes, they did. I don't even know why. I don't remember why. And I forgive them because that's who I am. But that was a uh, fifth grade. And then I don't remember anything happening in sixth grade. Seventh grade, somebody tested me and I was like, Duke's up, let's go. And she was like the bully of the whole school and everybody was so afraid of her. And I remember she tried to pull one on me and I wasn't having it. And I'm connecting the dots now. And yes, there was a fight literally every year after that. I'm connecting everything and I'm thinking, I bet you it was because growing up and seeing my mom get hurt the way she did and we couldn't do anything about it, I was holding a lot of anger in. So whenever anybody challenged me, tested me, tried me, like I just unleashed. I didn't hold back. I had no fear. I, I wanted to, you know, have that fight. And in fifth, wait, sixth, fifth grade? I think it was fifth grade maybe six. My cousin will know better. So funny. So at this time, and I've mentioned that we moved around a lot. We were always staying with different people. And my mom had five kids, uh, single, single mom. And so we were always kind of like moving around and bouncing around. And I just, I was in different places at different times. And one of these times I was with my cousin, Rachel, I guess I was staying with her short term. I don't even remember, but I was at her house and we took the, the school bus together every morning to school and somehow on the bus I felt like she told everybody not to talk to me and I felt like nobody was talking to me and so I got really mad and so when we got off the bus uh, she tried to say something light and playful whatever and 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 I think she touched me and I uh, what? anyway whatever it was uh, I dared her to touch me. It's touch me, touch me. 
And she comes over with her one little finger and just taps me on the shoulder. And I was like, kapow, let's go. And so we just fought. Of course, we got in trouble right away. End up in the office. My uncle Louie <laughs> comes to pick us up. And I'm sitting in the backseat like a dummy. He's driving us home, but he has to get gas first and make it even more awkward, right? So we stop at the gas station and we're just stuck there in a quiet car, the two of us. And I think I tried to make a peace offering by offering her. I don't remember. I always get confused whether it was a licorice because that's my favorite candy or a donut. But I don't know how I would have a donut. So it's probably a licorice. Anyway, she was she didn't want any. She was mad at me. And I don't blame her. But anyways, we are BFCs like you wouldn't even believe. We've always been. That was just uh, the funniest little thing that took place. But anyway, yeah. So always fighting and always having my my defense up, my guard up, right? I was always like very prideful, very tough on the outside, but I truly didn't have any fear. Like I just, and I've always been that way to this day. I just don't fear people or things. And I know it has to do with, you know, how I was brought up. But I also understand that like we're all born with our own unique nature. You know, if I think about my siblings, I have some of us are very, very like mild temperament, just laid back. You know, Adrian and Sophia have always been like that, but Adrian will get down. Sophia will not. She's just such a peacemaker. So one time when we were kids, we were living with my grandma and it was the five of us, Sophia, Gabriel, me, Adrian, Diana, that's five, right? And we all got into a fight, like a full on fist fight. We were all fighting and it was crazy and no adults in the house. And uh, I got a broom and I tried to swing it. I was probably trying to knock Gabriel out if I'm being honest, because he was like my enemy. I tried to knock him out and I ended up knocking out my poor, my poor sister and she fell and everybody just went crazy and I don't know where Diane ended up, but she, the next thing I know, I look over at her or toward the opposite end of the house and she's just flying. And, and we always make fun of that because she looked like little Miss Piggy at the time. She was f- just running full speed to attack the boys, Adrian and Gabriel. And meanwhile, Sophia's over there laid out on the floor and, and I'm feeling so terrible crying and asking her if she's okay. And it was just like one of the funniest memories ever. Well, not funny at the time, but it's kind of funny now. And so my husband will tell me now like you, that I have a wall up or I always, you know, I don't, I don't, and I have detachment too. I, I can detach from people and things very, very easily. Although I don't because I, I deeply value every relationship, every friendship, every family member, but I can let things go. I can let things go. I can, you know, if a person were to betray me in some way, I could just cut ties and be completely okay with that. And I think that has to do with just kind of learning to detach all those years growing up. We were constantly on the move. You can't get attached too much to things, to places, and even people because we were always around different people. My mom, once we were teenagers, or well, I was still a kid, but growing into my teens, she would always have different people come stay with us and live with us. And, you know, they would come and go. And um, I just got used to that. And luckily, I haven't had really anybody. I mean, maybe back back when I was um, an older teenager, I had a friend that I lost. But 
other than that, I've, I've held on to my friends. Thank God. Um, I was going to share about, oh, also just, you know, I mentioned a few times that we've moved so many times and I've even continued to move as an adult. I think we're in our sixth or seventh home since I've been together with my husband. And I also notice I don't care about things. So I will, I mean, every few years I'm re- redecorating my entire home, furniture included. Um, I, and on another episode, we talked about decluttering. I get rid of things very easily. I don't, I mean, of course, if, if a gift is sentimental, I keep it and I have special places for things. Uh, especially from my grandma. She gave me just a handful of really special things and I've had, you know, friends and family bring things from their travels and whatever. A gift a gift is a gift and I do cherish those. I don't get rid of those. But I think it all ties back just to the way that I was raised and being okay with that. Another thing I thought of that this is kind of t- totally shifting gears here, but is the way that I've been always with around holidays. My mom, uh, when we were really little, she was practicing as a Jehovah's Witness. And I never knew that because she, once I was old enough to realize anything, you know, that was never, that wasn't a part of her life anymore. Um, But we never made big deals out of holidays or even, I don't remember ever having a birthday party or any of us having birthday parties. We acknowledged it. We had cake and, you know, people sang and we got gifts, but we didn't have parties. Maybe there were just too many of us, but for whatever reason... Um, we never decorated for holidays, at least that I can remember. I don't have any memory of that. So I should have asked my siblings first if they remember, but yeah, it wasn't a big deal. So as a mom myself, I never made a big deal of decorating the home. I mean, I really only started decorating maybe five to seven years ago, like starting to come like celebrate, um, even Valentine's, you know, put some stuff out just to make it a little more festive, but I never got into it before that. And now I'm like, oh, I feel bad, but it was just what I knew. And so we do what we know, right? Until we know different. And so now I still will not go all out because that's just not my thing. But I will decorate enough to have the spirit in the house. So that's just another kind of thing that I thought about um, that impacted me. And, you know, as I'm an adult and a a mom now uh, that have stuck with me or that I've carried into this, you know, this time. Oh, and another thing I almost forgot is how open my mom always was with us from a very young age. And so that's something that I've actually carried over as a mom with my kids. And it's different than my husband and his family because they are not so much, I don't think, as far as I know. And and so he, it took some getting used to on his part, how much I would share with my kids and how much I would tell them. Um, and of course, you know, I, I always use my best judgment and making sure that what I am sharing is for a reason. There's a lesson in it, right? But I'm comfortable sharing a lot with my kids. And um, and I know that came from just my experience. When I was a kid, I was about eight or nine. And one of the first big things I remember my mom telling me, which, you know, people might judge and say like, no, she had no business telling you that, but she did. And it was that my aunt was gay. <laughs> and you know, I'm a, if you don't know me, I love to tell on people. Not that that was something bad to tell on, but I was like, what? I knew it. So I went to my grandma, grandma, did you know? And I'm sharing this with my grandma, my poor grandma, who, you know, 
every parent receives that, that, and I don't think my grandma was learning it for the first time. I, I don't believe that at all. But to hear it coming from her, you know, eight-year-old granddaughter, I'm, I probably wouldn't be happy either. So she went off on my mom and let her have it. But just things like that. You know, my mom was just everything. She just told us everything. And um, we were exposed to a lot of uh, death as kids. We went to so many funerals. We just seemed to know so many people who died young. And my mom had no problem taking us to funerals. And I think that had a lot to do. Well, my mom also was a crime TV junkie. And she was really into that. And so we were too growing up with her. We loved all those shows. But um, I think that for, for years and years, I would stay up at night thinking about my own mortality or that of my family. And it would, yeah, it would cause me to lose sleep. And, and it was, you know, sub- something that was subconsciously there. So I know I got that from her, but I have directed my thoughts uh, and the content of what I watch and what I allow, at least Cruz, he's the youngest. The other two, they're on their own pretty much. But what I allow him to watch because I know that it settles into our brains and it's responsible for a lot of our thoughts and behaviors. So I'm curious to know how many of you are really open with your kids and you're not, uh, you you don't try to keep everything a secret or or protect them and shield them from so much uh, stuff that maybe some others would consider uh, not maybe inappropriate, but inappropriate for age, I guess. Uh, there's always discretion to use, but it's just something that I've always done with my, my kids and, um, knowing that there's a lesson in it. It's not just to gossip or share things, uh, that, you know, for fun. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in. So how has your childhood affected you? What, what traits and behaviors and beliefs do you have that you may not have even ever really thought about? That now thinking about, you can trace back to your childhood. And maybe some of them you can challenge. Maybe they're not the best of uh, behaviors or beliefs or mindsets, right? About how you do things, um, how you approach things. Because honestly, if you have a childhood, anything like mine, um, and it comes from trauma, they're probably not the best, healthiest behaviors. And so just something to think about. All right. That is all I have for today. We will talk again next week. Until then, be a blessing and be blessed. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review. I love all the text messages, the DMs, but put it on a review too. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.